hello there and that's very weird just as literally start this podcast my watching started scared me a little bit um, <laughs> yeah how we doing boys welcome back to the pretty bubble podcast Bye for yeah um yeah I'm, I'm not, not well. too bad what yeah, say, I've, got, I've got a terrible cough so um, oh, didn't. I'm, i've been better but hey ho <laughs> is it keep him away from no. me I've done, sure? I've done multiple tests and yeah. not covid so oh, yeah enough. just horrible fair yeah. enough everyone enjoying the international break not really i feel like it's been very long it felt like a long two weeks thing is like i, I don't hate international breaks now as much as i used to because i actually quite like this england team and the camp and the setup and all the players involved so it's not as not bad as it, as it used to be um hey leave him alone um so yeah it could be worse but it has felt like a particularly long one especially since obviously we were all waiting to see our new signings in action and things like that so it's it's all been a bit of a tease i still think as well i do sort of agree i like i've loved watching england recently and uh, it's like the setup <coughs> but we had that such a long summer with england to then literally have three games with your club and then go back to three three more games of England. Just felt a bit overkill. And then we have four more games and then we go back to England. It's like, can we just yeah. enjoy club football for a little I know, bit? I know they've got to get the games in because of COVID um, and they've got to get all these World Cup qualifiers in. But you think just delay a little bit because they've got until November next year. It's not like they've got to get the draw done at the same time in December because of the Summer World Cup. So they yeah. could have run it out a little bit, maybe till the March, the, the March international break. Yeah, so it'll be even better when we have a World Cup every two years. Yeah, oh, that's that was a terrible idea. What a terrible idea! Mm. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, the the good thing is it looks like Europe and South America are all vehemently against it. So if if you haven't got Europe or South America in it, it's it's not it's pointless and it? it's not going to happen. But the thing is, yeah, I can understand the, the smaller nations wanting it because it gives them more opportunities and potentially more money. But it just takes the shine off of it. It's like it's the, the reason it's so special is it only happens every four years. Yeah. I also think the expansion to 48 teams from the 2026 World Cup is a terrible idea. We already have a lot of dog shit teams in the World Cup. We don't need more. Like, are you telling me those 16 extra teams that are going to get in are going to be good? And plus... It makes qualification in Europe even easier. It will basically mean that England are playing irrelevant games for two years while like, during international breaks. Yeah, I, can't, I, I can't wait for Slovenia v I don't know South Korea or like in the in the group stages. Like it's normally in in the group stages, you get a couple of rough like, like crap games that you don't care about, but Iraq you you get even more. Time. Yeah, something like that. Like come on. Yeah, it's just an over an overindulgence of football, isn't it? It's just that that month that we watch football, you want decent games all the time. And it wouldn't be. There'd be games that people just wouldn't watch. Right. Yeah. All right, we're 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 like football badgers, we'd probably watch as many as possible, but it'd just be and it'd be terrible games. It'd be yeah. it really would be terrible games. But um My godfather, he's a big believer in the World Cup should be sixteen teams because he believes that it would then make the qualification really interesting. You'd be getting the best teams in Europe playing each other and it would make those games very interesting. Yeah, but then at the same time with that, 
I think 32 is perfect because you've got bigger teams at the World Cup. Like mm. you still want, uh, you still want it to be a bit of a festival of football with, with big teams. You can you can pretty much rattle off 24 big countries that will do well in the World Cup. Do you know what I mean? So the first World Cup was 13 teams. Yeah, I know. 24 or 30. It was only Europe, South America, and North America, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Who, who won it? Uruguay. Uruguay. Good work. In their own country. Just what I test you early on a Friday morning. Uh, so this week, we'll quickly talk about England. <laughs> um, three games, two draws and a win. Uh, sorry, two wins and a draw, sorry. Um, beat Andorra. Who was the first one? Hungary. Uh, Hungary. Was it Hungary 4 0 and Dora 4 0 and one all. And one all. Um, anything you want to discuss on the games? All right, Poland's a bit of a shame, but Poland's not an easy place to play. I think the main thing a lot of people were upset, like on Twitter, I noticed that we drew with Poland and said, Oh, we should be winning all these games. And I'm like, Denmark are the only team in qualifying to go through the whole stage without dropping points. Like, Italy dropped points to Bulgaria. Germany are only just beating Lichtenstein, was it Lichtenstein 2 0? Look, these aren't easy games. You're going to drop points every so often. The manner was the issue. Like, we didn't play well against Poland. We should have made subs. I don't mind drawing games as long as we're competitive, but it was just the way we played against Poland that was more the issue. I don't get Southgate sometimes, and I, I'm the same with Moyes, right? These, these, that 11 had played two games. You've got other players that they'd only played one. Why not get them on? Why not try to change it up? You want it up? Try, try to do something different. To be honest, if you draw or lose, draw, if we draw or lost that game, probably doesn't damage us too much, right? <coughs> by the time, by the time nine minutes come around, but they were knackered. Should have been making changes there. Yeah, it's sort of that. Yeah, like you say, similar to Moyes, isn't it? Um, they're both sort of the, that ilk where they don't really want to change things, especially in a tight game. And I sort of understand where they're coming from. Um, I don't personally agree with it, but they've obviously got the trust in those eleven that are on the field. Um, the other thing you don't want to do is make a, like you're sort of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because if you make a change and then that costs you a goal, then you're sort of on the on the flip side of that same coin, aren't you? But like it's it is what it is. I think Poland played well. To be fair, I think the draw was probably a fair result. Um, like they came at us, they didn't create a lot of chances in terms of like the final ball, but it was just their final product that let them down. Like they were high intensity, they were flying into the tackles, they really put us on the back foot at times. Um, the referee was awful, but yeah, that is what it is. But I don't think he, he directly affected the outcome of the game. No. So, um, but yeah, I also think GK should have saved Algar. I think Chesney should do better. I don't know if you agree. It's, yeah, I don't know if he misread it at first. It was a bit of a knuckleball, but it didn't move that far. But what he's done is his first his first step's gone to his right, and that's what's cost him. If he stays where he is, he probably makes that and saves it. Yeah. Fair enough. What's your thoughts on the performance of Declan Rice over two games? Solid. I think, I think the, the yeah the first game he was solid. I think the second I think the Poland game he had, he was probably the best player on the pitch for England. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I didn't see much of the Poland game. I, I watched, I think, 40 minutes and I thought he was brilliant. 40 minutes, he was brilliant. And I actually thought, again, well, he got mad in the match against Hungary. Um, uh, again, in a in a poor first half display, 
Easter. What a, what a finish, by the way. Really good goal. Great, great goal. It, it, um, but he stood out, and that's what you want him to do now. And I think he's only going to get better the more he plays for England. Um, I, I think, think you can see his confidence is growing as he plays for England because he's he's. Uh, we saw sort of as he first came in, he was just sitting in that holding midfield role and just not doing much else. He's starting to drive on like we see him do more and more for West Ham. So that's really seeing like his confidence growing and feeling like he's a real important cog in that team. And he's, he's got a bit more freedom, especially with Phillips, who can do the defensive work as well. They can sort of take it in turns, one push, one stay. Um, it's good to see and they're developing a really good partnership. The fact that these two have come in and really pushed out Henderson really to the, well, he's not really in that first choice midfield at the moment, which he would have been for years, is a real testament to both of those two. Because I, I, choice for me right now is Bellingham as well. Yeah. I do think there's a couple of spots in this England team where, yeah, I know we got to the final, but I do think there's areas for improvement. I don't think Walker's the answer. He was a, he made the mistake for the goal. I think Trent is the clear and obvious better right back. I've, I've fought it for a while, but I've really started to think it. I don't see the high for Mason Mount. He's decent. He's good. But I don't think he should be in that England's best 11. I don't. I, I just, I'm not. He's good. You, 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 you baffle me sometimes. You don't. Wait, when you've got Phil Foden on that bench, who is a... Phil Foden's on the bench. But he's injured. He's injured. So, I, right now, right now, Mason Mount is that cog between the midfield and the, and the strikers. He does it for Chelsea every week, right? I, I, I'm not... it, do you know what, right, what does me? It's the same that we're, we're similar to, to our West Ham fans are with Rice. We see Rice every week. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. We don't see Mount every week. Yeah, yeah right. we, did, we did a lot more last year. But what Mount does, I think, is perfect for that side. He's sort of like, our, sort of like England's 4 now. He links up everything. All right, there's... Because the working... There's probably better out there, Fit Foden, for example, potentially Madison, players like that. But right now, he is what links everything up together. And I think he does a perfect job for England. Yeah, I, I guess I, I think there's better there. I, I just generally think England have better options myself. I don't know if that's because of what I've seen amount. I just don't see it, but that's, that's my opinion. I do get why people rate him. It's just not my cup of tea. I think the, the thing with that sort of position in the England squad is there's so much talent in and around that number 10 slash the two wingers. You've got yeah. Grealish, you've got Foden, you've got Sterling, you've got Rashford to come back in, you've got Mount, you've got Madison potentially as a, another player that can play in that sort of role. You've got so much talent in and around that area of the pitch mm. that it's easy to say X should play or Y should play. But... It's at the end of the day. It's a lot of it's down to who the manager sees in training day in day out, what they do, um, and it's it's so much easier for us to have an opinion on it. And it's it's harder for the person in charge to roll the dice on someone else. Um, and you see it, you see it with Moyes as well. West Ham, you know, the players he trusts. Southgate obviously trusts mounts, uh, trusts Mount. He likes the way he plays, the role he does. I think he's probably the most. Out of the, a lot of those players, he's the most um, defensively aggressive in terms of pl like closing play down and, and mm. making things happen as that first line of defence with Kane. Um, I think that's why he likes him quite a lot as well. Um, you could probably go with any one of a few players, um, and especially against in qualifying when it's against teams where it doesn't really matter as much and we should coast through qualifying without a worry. So 
it, it's it's much for muchness for me. Yeah, that's fair. Fair enough. Anything else you want to discuss with England? Get Southgate at the job. <laughs> Here we go again. If we're doing a was... if we're doing Southgate, we've got to do more of that. Now, nah, to be fair, when I sent that message, I was searching for a bite and none of you replied. Everyone knows my opinion. I think Southgate's a fraud. I think he should be sacked. Everyone. <laughs> I have to be honest. We need to find one of Daryl because the, the hate he gives to Moyes, and I think that's just as well needed of a video. I'll try and find one, but I've got I've got plenty saved, so I'll be able to find one. It won't be too hard, I'm sure. I'm still right about Moyes. <laughs> if we need Should one you... of it's, it's old Karen, old James the Karen we need sat of. <laughs> Probably, hey, it would be good of him slagging off Karen Carney. And he's, yeah, he's going to get a bit of it. James not, the Karen slagging off a Karen. He's not here. And um, he's, he's at work or we'll say being a nonce. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he's got to get a little it's the bit rule. Whoever isn't on the pod has to be called a nonce yeah, at some I point. Believe, I believe so. And then Jamie just gets called nonce because he's a nonce. Um, There's yeah. that as well. It's worth, probably worth mentioning as well, talking to the international break, and you mentioned him, Pablo Fornells. First start for Spain, gets on the score sheet. What a guy. Yeah. Yeah, good, like, t- good turn as well. Good turn, good finish. It yeah. seemed like all of our, like a few of our lads did well. I think Zuma did all right in the couple of the games he played. Classic scored, I yeah. think, in his game. Crowd decided to break Yarmolenko. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I see them all posing for a picture together after the game, the Czech lads and Yarmolenko. So, I'm assuming he's all right. Yeah. Best thing to come out of it is that, all right, and Yarmolenko might have picked up a little a little knock. They've all come out of it in you through. Yeah. Um, I believe. Even Antonio. Yeah. I believe they're all back at training yesterday. I think I see some pictures. Um, it's a I real think, hard turnaround for England, though, isn't it? England played on a Wednesday. I think Croatia, uh, Czech Republic played on a Wednesday. So playing Saturday, they really don't get a long time with the team. You have to look at it like these players are going to play like mid uh, weekend Saturday, uh, weekend midweek for the next three weeks as well, too. Because we go Saturday, Thursday, Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, I think. Thursday. Thursday. So, like, that's, that's going to take it out of us. A lot of yeah, football to play. I think you'll find a lot of the uh, fringe players playing against United in the Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll be the week off for a few players, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, we've we've obviously um, Southampton away Saturday, to then Zagreb away, and then United. I think is it United at home? Yes, United at home. United, United away. away. Then that's four tough fixtures. Leeds away, yeah, yeah, five tough fixtures. Like Southampton at home, they've been better it, than I thought they would be so far. Yeah, it's not going to be an easy result. All right, we should beat them, but after that, tough run of fixtures for us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I see. I see. Um, Antonio's Jamaica debut went really well, mate. They are struggling. They basically aren't going to qualify. He should yeah. just retire. He won't. He, he had to come off after sixty minutes. Still, didn't he? I think he got subbed off. Got okay. subbed off. But from what I've from what I've read, he was ineffective for him, which is probably good if he's going to have a bad game. Have it for them, not for us. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they lost three 0 to Panama. Ouch. Ouch. Um, right. Let's they are it. bottom of their qualification group after three games on one point, even below El Salvador. Wow. They are a good side, El Salvador. Tough. tough <laughs> Tough to get out of there now. 
Um, Jamie, name me one player that plays for El Salvador. <laughs> uh, Carlos Vazes de Souza. It's it's a good guess, but no. <laughs> Imagine if there's a de Souza in that side. There there isn't. You could have gone Roberto Dominguez. Oh, what That'd a good one. What, I was what gun? I was talking to uh, my mates at the pub while watching the Poland game about the San Marino team. Because one of them backed San Marino to score. And I went to him. You do realise San Marino scored on Sunday and they average a goal every two years. (laughs) (laughs) And he only got like seven to two. I was like, I'd want tens. That is is bad odds. It's like... And their goal they scored was horrific. Like I mean, oh, it was a back, like back pass, weren't it? Basically, that went straight yeah. through to the striker. It was bad, really, really bad. Should we have a little chat about <laughs> fantasy Premier League before we talk about Southampton? Very quick little chat. Go on in. Fantasy Premier League. Even Shut when up. he's not here, we have to hear his voice. I know. I know. Kills me. Um, You'll love it. Anyway, um, right. I think you boys discussed cha- uh, Fancy Premier League a little bit last week. But have you done any subs for this week's game week? No. I have. I've, I've taken the plunge. I've, I've been building up and building up. Going, am I going to do it? Am I going to do it? So I've got uh, two free transfers in the bank anyway. And... I've, I've, I've brought in the big man, Chrissy Ronaldo. Um, I was I was toying with it, and as the week went on, I got more and more tempted. The last night, I bit the bullet, so I've taken Bruno out and Ivan Tony out and brought in Ronaldo and um, Damari Gray, who's had a good start to the season, two goals in his last two games. So he's in at 5.6, which seems like a real potential bargain if he carries on his form. Yeah. I have and that also means I've got 0.4 in the bank now after those two transfers. I have not made a sub. I have gone with my original team. I'm going to get another transfer next week to use two transfers and probably get Fernandez out and Adam Armstrong out or Ivan Tony, one of the two, and go a cheap midfielder. Who yet? Not sure. Potentially Ben Rama. Although our run of fixtures is getting tougher. And probably Lukaku or Ronaldo. I'll probably edge towards Lukaku just because there is a little bit cheaper. That's just my logic. And yeah, I'd, I I just don't think Ronaldo will play as many games as people think. And their next lot of fixtures are relatively tough. While Lukaku's run is Tottenham away and City at home. Okay. But I'd still expect him to score more. I'm looking at Lukaku, but in a couple of weeks' time. Um, that's the thing yeah I think after these three next three games so they got Villa this weekend and then it's Spurs and City but then their run after that is just ridiculous I still had uh, Tamiskas sitting on my bench so I actually brought Ben White back in just because Arsenal have got a nice run of games Um, my issue is I've got Tanganga and he's been really good so far but they've gone and signed um, Royale yeah, yeah Royale so that's really key. That's going to kill Tanganga after he's had a good start to the season. Yeah. Yeah. Who, um, who, are you, who are you going to stick the armband on this week then? Bruno. Yeah. I think I've gone with Salah, but I can't yeah, remember. Got let, me, let me have a little quick look. 
Because I might have, I've, I might have kept. I've gone. I've gone all in on Ronaldo. I brought him in. Put the armband <laughs> on him. Go hard or go home. Originally, I had it on Greenwood. Even when room, I had Bruno in, I had it on Greenwood. Is the rumor true that all Brazilian players won't be allowed to play this week? There's still talks on going about it. So as it stands, the FIFA have said that they can't play, but the Premier League and <laughs> the clubs um, involved are sort of essentially appealing it. Um, by saying that you've got no legal right to stop them from playing. Um, so I think there'll probably be an outcome of that later today or Friday as we're recording um, before, obviously, tomorrow's games. I I've, I've currently put it on Antonio. No. But I might I might change that to Fernandez at home because he's going to play. There's, to be fair, Greenwood should play as well, but you just never you, you don't know who's going to play. Yeah, Greenwood's a risk. So... I think I will go with Fernandez. I feel like it's also a big week for Ben White because if he doesn't get a clean sheet against Norwich, you're like, oh, Jesus. Although they don't play a team with a, uh, a FDR rating of four till November now. Like yeah. The next lot of fixtures are a little bit nicer. Yeah. I'm surprised that Spurs are only down as a three. And West Ham are down as a four because we're huge. Because we are massive. <laughs> What As Carlton Cole said, we're bigger than Spurs. Which is just wrong. I totally disagree with, by the way. I did ask you a lot and you did agree with me. Which Just just a quick update, um, cricket-related. ECB clarifies India have not forfeited the fifth test. England result of series remains unclear. Oh, no. Interesting. Anyway, sorry. Um, I've, I've also I've, I've gone with Tony over in this week. Um, that is a that's a bad shout. Ings <laughs> has got Chelsea. Okay, that's a really smart shout. I've taken yeah, Duffy out. <coughs> I've taken Duffy out, from <coughs> and then Tony's got Brighton. <coughs> yeah, no. Joel, don't, how how dare you um, slander Jamie's Brighton like that? <laughs> so you've almost killed him by saying that. <laughs> My mate Graham Potter. <laughs> so, I'll be on this week, and I'm. It'll be interesting. I was just looking like Brian actually had a really good start. I still can't believe I've got that bet with Jono that Brian will stay up. I thought that was printing money. I after the start they've had a beat in the run. Yeah, like it's good to see that Arsenal just are where they should be. You know, Brighton will get at least another six points as well against West Ham. Right, right this year. yeah. They won't <laughs> lose to us because they just never do. No. Right. Yeah. No, that's, that's a guaranteed. That's a guaranteed few points from yourself. So I think you'll be all right, mate. You'll be all right. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to discuss, or should we move on to the Southampton preview? Move on. Let's do it. Okay, Southampton at St Mary's, three o'clock Saturday, another three o'clock fixture. I think there's six three o'clock games this week. Yeah, I think because oh, they've only got one how, Sunday game. How good is that? What a day. It's just a shame I'm not in watching Jeff and the boys. Devastated. Yeah. Uh, Hello. It's well, Premier League games back on at three o'clock. The old Super Six will be six Premier League games for the first time in God knows how long. It's. Uh, right. <coughs> 
I enjoy I enjoyed the last couple of years because you got to watch so much football. But at the time, it was too much football. How long like, do you think it will be to like an NFL Game Pass is here that you can buy and you can watch all the Premier League? Like you pay your membership and you can watch every Premier League game if you like. I believe there was a rule or a law somewhere that in in the UK you couldn't like you couldn't um, televise three o'clock games up until it's, it's, there's a so basically every federation can impose a blackout. Um, for two and a half hours, I think it is. And in the UK, it's 2.45 to 5.15. You can't play, can't play any football on in that time. Not just domestic football, but any football. So I remember El Clasico um, a few years ago was a five o'clock kickoff and they couldn't show the first 15 minutes of it. They only cut in at 15 minutes into the game. It's, the fear was originally it would take people away, not necessarily from the big stadiums, like, because people are still going to go and watch West Ham's and Man United's and things like that. The, the fear was lower league teams, it would convert their attendance. Um, whether that would actually come to pass or not, who knows? Because in like, the Football League, you've got the eye follow, haven't you? You can pay and watch the, the games yeah. um, on, on streams and stuff. So it's, I was reading an article about it the other day, and there's a lot more push to sort of move away from that model. Um, because it's a bit outdated now and it could be, I think it was Richard Scudmore once was talking about essentially like a Netflix of football, um, like an NFL game pass where you pay your 10 pound a month or 15 pound a month or whatever it is. And you can watch any premier league game, anytime, anywhere. So there's, there's, that would be a, a good thing. I think for a lot of people, um, especially people that don't live local to their clubs and want to be able to watch the games and stuff like that. But it all, it all comes down to money at the end of the day. They've got massive deals with Sky and BT and Amazon now. Um, so it all depends how much money it can make them versus how much money it will cost them in TV deals. The good thing is you can still you can still have the TV deals and you still have the blackout. It's like the NFL Game Pass has got here. Yeah, like, they just don't load. Yeah. Anything that's on Sky, you can't get on the Game Pass. Um, or I say anything on a Sunday on Sky because like Thursday nights you can watch, Sunday nights you can watch. But that the main period of time... So you could still do that for like your four o'clock game on a Sunday. It's not on Game Pass or the tw- like the mm. the R five something like. That. But I think it'd work perfectly. And imagine like having say six games on this weekend, and having a red like right. We've got soccer Saturday, but you don't see the goals. Having a red zone where games yeah. are being played and you see chances and you see the goals, it'd be great. It'd be a real update for the Premier League, which right now is a little bit behind, say the NFL. And even baseball got the same thing, like streaming stuff like that. You got to, you got to see um, like what they got. I don't know how long left on the current TV deals. There's there's going to be something baked into the current TV deals that they can't do any. They can't change anything. Mm. Um, but I think the thing is the the most recent deals rolled over without any like renewal process. Um, so they rolled over for an extra year. I don't know if that's because of last year and COVID and whatnot. So it's just rolled over for another year. So. Is, I think there's at least another year or two left on the current deal, so you won't see anything anytime soon. Mm. Yeah. No. Anyway. Um, right, Southampton, as we, as we said. So, um, well, should we go Matt Stats? Matt Stats! See, I'm on the ball. <laughs> you are. Good job well, someone well, here takes their job seriously. Well, well, um, yeah. Um, I was when I was looking this up. I can't believe how many times we played Southampton. 
177 times. Yeah. Mm. Going back to 1899. That might be um, like most games. Potentially, yeah, it's right up there. Um, so, uh, Jamie? Yeah, let's <laughs> go. You were going to say James, weren't you? I was close. Uh, how many we won out of 177? I'm going to go for that 70, because why not? Daryl? 70, you got out. Is that, is that a little <coughs> low? 177, weren't it? Seven. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's over, uh, over a third. I'm going to go close enough to you that I'm not miles away from you. I'm going to go 77. It's 80. It's a good record against him. That's yeah, a good record. record. Yeah. 180, drawn 47, lost 50. So we are by far and away um, the the better record there, um, especially in recent times. Yeah. I was looking at the last four years. Um, we've only lost once, and that was in 17-18, um, near the start of that season. And then they've drawn one last season um, away. We drew nil-nil. And then the rest of one in that in that time. So we, like, the recent record is very good. Uh, so that's encouraging. Uh, Moisey's record against Southampton in his career is played 17, won seven, drawn seven, lost three. So he's got a good record. Um, Harsom Hootel's record v West Ham. Um, obviously, as we've discussed, that recent record um, isn't that great. Played six, won none, drawn one, lost five. Laura Vapage's guys. Their head to head um, between Moyes and Hassan Hootel is uh, played three, uh, Moisey's won two, and there's been a draw, and Hassan Hootel has yet to get the better of him. So, all points to a West Ham win. So, we're all yeah, back in Southampton, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> back the Saints. Um, uh, just I'm, I'm just interested at what the odds are. Let's have a look at the odds, I've shall actually, we? I've actually enjoyed these games in recent years. We've had a couple over Christmas. Um, you had the Anderson goal a couple of years ago, which is a good one at their place. It's, it's been some good games. Um, I'm in. It's, it's it's a nice one to get sort of back into the swing of things with Thursday night and then United on Sunday, uh, in my opinion. So, so got West Ham seven to five. And what's what decent the odds? What are the Saints? 19 to 10. Four at five to two. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, so we've a lot of new players coming in, the likes of Zuma, Vlasic, Crow. Um, I'm missing anyone else. I don't think I am. Obviously, uh, Ariola. I said Vlasic. Yeah, no, Ariola, one of Rogov Giza. Um, do they all make the squad? Do anything about the starting lineup? Zuma comes in for Dawson. I think the others are all on the bench. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I don't think Zuma starts. I think after that Palace game, I think they change it. I think he's had. Well, she had two days with the squad. I don't think he starts. I don't think. I don't think. I think you'll, the first time we'll see Zuma is Thursday. Nah, I'm backing him. I'm backing him to start. And if I, I remember like rightly. Craig Dawson made his debut in that away game at Southampton, oh, yeah. that nil-nil. Um, so it'll come full circle and Zuma will make his debut and he'll have an absolute storm up, maybe. And he kicked Che Adams in the face because he's a brilliant <laughs> He guy. did kick Che Adams in the face. That was very That funny. was 
Yeah, um, I remember I'd everyone like kicking off about that. I'd like to see Zuma start, but I just I think he'll have a bit of. You see what he's done with signs in the past. He's sort of bedded him in a little bit, and it wouldn't surprise me if he does the same here. I, I, I don't know. I'll say it wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't start. But I would, if I was, if I was a betting man, which I'm not, obviously, um, I'd be backing him to start. Yeah, Does I am. Fabianski staying up. Yes, because I just don't think he would drop him. Like if Ariola has a good game against Zagreb, I think that's the time you do it. Like, you then can just say, oh, he's had a good game. Like, I'm going to roll with Ariola. Pardon the pun. Ariola, I'm going to roll with Bagiza. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I, think, I think Ariola will start on Thursday. If he has a good game, then he potentially starts on Sunday. Fair enough. It's fair a coin enough. toss for me. I really don't know. Um, it would, Neither would surprise me if I'd probably just about say he's probably going to start Fabianski still, but... As Jamie says, we've got the Thursday game. He might be in that position now where he's gone, right, actually, Fabianski's going to be my Europa League keeper, so he starts Ariola tomorrow. I, yeah. I really yeah. haven't got a clue. The thing is, right, what Fabianski's done for this club and this team over the last two years, three years, has been incredible, right? And straight away, just one, could we call it mistake the other week? All right, poor goalkeeping, potentially. But every every fan's on his back. <coughs> Like, go back to when we had, when we had uh, what's his uh, Roberto. Roberto. I was going to say Adrian for some reason. What a GK. Quality. Like, Roberto, like, all right, we've got, a, we've got a quality back. We've got two quality backups, really, because Randolph's a good keeper. Mm. But fans getting on his back is horrific. If, if Ariola. The thing is, the only reason anyone's. That. The only reason anyone's getting on his back is because we've got Ariola and people want to see him play. If it was just Randolph as backup, no one would be saying anything. Yeah. It's just a shame. It's, it's not overly fair on him either. I know fans aren't really fair anymore, but it, I, I personally I personally think we stick with him. Ariola gets the Europa League, and if he improves in the Europa League, then he comes in. Because, yeah. as we said, we've got a lot of games in a very short amount of time. So... They're all. They're both going to get game time, so let's let's roll with it as it is. But that's that's my that's my general opinion. Um, what's Vlasic and Crow on the bench? Won't yeah. I, I think Crow so. Yeah. Crow don't start ahead of Zuchek and Rice. I'd expect both of them to start on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Especially yeah, if Vlasic is playing in his own country. Like that would be a nice game to kind of probably bring him into. Yeah. No, Would you? Um, I just want to say, like with the Southampton, because I'm looking at the uh, the season predictions we've done, and James and Jamie both backed Southampton to be relegated. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm a, I, if I had to change it, I would. I would amend my relegated teams. To be honest, I would. Like, I'd go. I'd probably still go for Newcastle. I'd probably still go Watford. But I would then throw in Norwich instead of Southampton because I've been. You were the only person that didn't back Norwich to go down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I regret that. But um, I've, yeah, I think, I think they've had a fairly decent start to the season, Brentford really. Um, yeah, Brentford look all right. They look like they've bedded I, in fairly I, I, quickly, I, I, which is always I, I, good. I'm Watford at the moment. 
Mm, I just think they're going to tail away. I'd like they've got some yeah, good players potentially, but I think there's a few bad sides really down there. Sis- Sissoko's a good signing, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I just think so I, I don't think Palace are all that either. Right. Uh, I think Palace are fine. I think they've signed some really good players. Some really good players. Like, I backed them to go down, but I'm regretting it a bit. Yeah, Odson has a wild for 15 million from Celtic. That's an absolutely incredible sign. He's, got to floor, he's going to have to hit the floor running, though. Like, if, mm-hmm. he, if he don't score goals, you're in trouble. Because Benteke's not going to get you loads. So, I hardly mm-hmm. like towel right off again. No, there's yeah. no. All right. It'll be I, interesting. Palace one of those teams to me. If they get through this season, they've got a real philosophy. They're getting younger. I think they'll be fine in general. Got to get through this season. I agree yeah, with that. They the have to get through this season. And if yeah. they do, which I think they will, they're not the sky's the limit, but they're actually they're moving in the right direction. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with you. Um, so, apart from potentially Zuma, which you two have both uh, said, looks like this probably the same starting eleven: Ben Rama, Bowen, Fornell, behind Antonio. Um, where, how do we should we beat them? Will we beat them? What's what's everyone's thoughts on it? <coughs> Uh, I think we win, but I don't think it'll be easy. Like, it's not going to be easy. <laughs> uh, if we win, I think it'll be two. I'm going to go two one with Stan. And I'm well, go I'm, getting, I'm getting the predictions in early. Hang on, hang on. Let me get my spreadsheet over. So you're going uh, for a two one win? Yeah, I, I don't think I'm not confident with it. I just think normally this would be a hard game. I just wouldn't back us, but under Moyes and this squad. I, I, I truly think we can get through it and we'll be okay. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure 2 1 because we just seem to can't keep a clean sheet this year. We're prone to conceding. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm going to go for the first goal to be scored by Fournells because he's on fire. <laughs> he is on fire. The um, <clears throat> I think it's going to be. Obviously, recent record against them is very good, um, so that's in our favour. I'm wary about some of their talent. Adam Armstrong, I think, has had a good start to the season, coming up from the Championship. Um, obviously, dead balls with James Ward-Prowse. you always got to worry about him and our seem- seemingly inability to defend crosses at the moment, um, as, the- as well as the-, the potential for giving away free kicks around that edge of the box. You've got to make sure you're not diving in. Because if you don't win that ball and you give him a chance from 25 yards, give him a couple of chances, he's probably going to bury one. Um, I think he's probably the best free free kick taker in the league at the moment. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think it's it's going to come down to a couple of things. How, I mean, obviously, Antonio's got to play well again. I think they're there to be gotten at at centre-back, especially having lost Vestergaard this season. Um, I was just looking at... So they got um, Salisu and Stevens started at centre-back against Newcastle. Um, Newcastle, if you can see them, two goals against Newcastle. Sally Sue's a card waiting to happen as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, it'll, I mean, I think we'll probably do them. Um, I'm more confident if Zuma starts, um, <coughs> especially defensively, because I think he's, he's absolutely solid, he's quick. Um, so, yeah, I think we can do it. It's just a matter of putting it out there on the pitch. And like Jamie said, with Moyes, I've got a lot more confidence now. Yeah, I, um, I don't... I, I agree with everything you say, but 
Um, I, I actually, I, I really wish we'd have signed Adam Armstrong. Um, that it was something that I was very high on coming to the preseason. Um, and you can just see, you, you can sort of see him scoring against us. We were looking at him, you know what's coming. Um, I'm going to go over 2 2. I'm going with Al Desmond. Um, oh, did someone say? Yes, I'm going to go with a two-two. Um, I think we, I think we'll go goal down actually, um, and I think it will be on goal first. Are we just doing West Ham first goals, or can it be anyone? No, anyone. I'm going to go Armstrong first goal score. I think we go goal down, and we show show our fight again. Um, I think we'll, I think it will be a slow start as the boys haven't been together, well, really at all for two weeks. Obviously, that's there's a big core up outside not been together so I think it'll be a slow start and we'll build into the game quite nicely um, yeah so that's my that's my thoughts on Saturday um, we'll obviously get James's prediction I've already locked mine in um, I've, I've gone slightly more optimistic I'm back in Zuma to make a big difference I'm going 2-0 um, I'm backing our boy Mickey to, to get the first um, scored and assisted in every game so far Carry that form on. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I like, I like it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I'm intrigued by the game. It's a game we should be winning. Let's put it that yeah. way. If we, if we're, if we're a club where we think we are right now, we should be winning this game of football. Um, if we win it, you kind of have got the perfect start to the season, haven't we? Without a doubt, especially now, like, say, a white Southampton never easy, but then you've, you've got United at home. Obviously, with, with, with Ronaldo there now, it's probably a bit of a different um, a different type of play against Anvaran as well. Um, they're, they're, they're a much better side than we than when we played them twice last year. Um, Leeds, Leeds, again, Leeds away is never an easy game. I know we, we were absolutely phenomenal there last year. That's far from an easy game in the league as well. So you've got a couple of real tough Premier League games to come up around all these fixtures in Europe as well. I know I think we've got Brentford in a couple of weeks. We should be winning that one, but they're in half decent nick as well. We've just got to try and pick up points uh, as much as possible. <coughs> so, um, anything else you want to discuss on Southampton? Not really, to be no. honest. Yeah, just excited. Covered it, haven't we? Score another win. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm very much looking forward to Thursday. Um, Zagreb away. I believe it's a five forty-five kickoff. Mm-hmm. All of the away games yeah. are five forty-five. Yeah, um, which. Say my, my football team, which Matt's meant to come along for his first session, I don't think will be there either. Um, I probably Probably not, I probably might be a trainee, but I miss, I, I don't really fancy missing the first one, um, mm. for sure. And a lot of the boys are obviously West Ham fans in that side, so it'll be interesting to see. But, Just um, call it off now, <laughs> potentially. But I'm, I'm, I've got tickets for three home games, I believe now, so yeah, um, I can't wait to get back over there. Not so much bothered about the Premier League, just give me your open league football. Like, yeah, that Vienna game, that first one will be amazing. Like that atmosphere will be something else. I can't wait. Really, really can't wait. Right. Well, uh, as much as I'd love to be there, that one is the day before my stag. So I will be resting up for and having an early night. I might. I think um, my best man is probably going to be staying here the night before. He's a West Ham fan. So. 
I don't know, we'll either watch it here, maybe pop up the road to the pub to, to have a couple and watch it, but it, it won't be a big hike. You should start the proceedings early. Let's get up get up town. <laughs> and die. Get ready three to days die. of the stag instead of two. Just yeah, good luck, convi- good luck convincing the missus. <laughs> I'll just kidnap you. It's fine. <laughs> just <laughs> you off in a box and just say, like, come on then. <laughs> no, it'll be good. It'll be good fun. It's a nice way to start that weekend, really. We've got, obviously, Vienna on the Saturday, on the Thursday. And I think a lot of the boys are going Brentford on the Sunday as well. Mm-hmm. So be very, be very interesting. Right, I think that's it from us today. Yeah. Um, anything else? Handles. Oh, Matt, you've got to do the handles. Come on, man. You're the host. You're the, ha- you're the, host, the, def- the host. The host without the most. most. You're the handle guy. Right? You know, I'm just here for my good looks. Um, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> you definitely ain't holding up that end of the bargain either, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, our handles we are the Pretty Bubble Podcast I believe everywhere uh, you can Twitter. see us the, down below there Facebook Pretty Bubble, Bubbles Podcast Twitter at Bubbles underscore podcast uh, obviously we're all individually on Twitter you can find our handles on our Twitter profile like and subscribe on YouTube um, come and join in with the conversation obviously we're available on all podcast platforms as well wherever you get them we'll be there so come and join us tell you what that was amazing that handle section there was fantastic. You are now the handle guy. It's all you, mate. Handle guy. <laughs> Don't the talk handle about guy. yourself handles like that. Handle yeah, I was going to say, I'm a bit conscious about these. <laughs> the prediction guy, you're every, the stats guy, you're everything for us now. Yeah, you just do it all. Um, and you just turn up every now and then when you feel like it. Pretty much, that's what the host does. I can do what I want. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, that, that'll do... Um, Enjoy your weekend, boys, and we'll see you next week. Hopefully, yep. with another three points on the table. Um, the last thing to say is, come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. <laughs> <laughs>